welcome to episode 3 of Turf Talk and the Jump Season is now well and truly underway. With me as always is James Watson. Hello. I'm Lewis Tomlinson and it's Charlie Hall weekend this weekend. There's also some cracking racing at Ascot and the first grade one of the National Hunt season at Down Royal. James, what are you most looking forward to? Now, I know you're a big fan of the jumps, but I am looking forward to the Breeders' Cup this weekend. Uh, all our top class horses have gone over. Enable, Roaring Lion... Team Mendelssohn, come on Mendelssohn. So yeah, I'm hyped for this weekend, there's there's so much yeah. top quality summer racing. Summer for everyone. Yeah, everyone can enjoy this weekend's racing. Uh, well, I think I think the first place for us to start is down under. Winks is still unbeaten. Now it's my time to apologise to all the listeners. Uh, <sighs> Winks beat Ben Battle. Well, I, I absolutely loved it though. To be fair, I say I'm, I'm not a major flat fan especially not international racing there's there's no chance really on a normal day I'd have got, I'd have got up to watch Winks but Matt Chapman and the press coverage of it a little bit of wind up we don't get very many there's never no, there's any the, wind up in no. racing and a little bit of tribalism which we don't get to have so I, I woke up early I woke up to cheer on the English horse Ran ran a cracking race in second. Coming around the bend, I thought I thought he'd won. I I thought Ben Battle's finding more, but Winks is unbelievable. We got to actually admire how good Winks is. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's it's not knocking. I don't think the thing people have got to understand is Matt Chapman wasn't knocking Winks at all. He was knocking the form. He was knocking the horses. And it was the in public, And them. it was the English perception of. Winks and it is negative because everyone thinks we have the best horses in the world, not the Australians. So I mean, would enable all craftsmen beat a James? Do yes, you think? Yes, yeah, I, I I'd still be inclined to agree with that. But I don't think Ben Battle is a is a very very good horse over here. He's not one of our top notches. No, he's a and, fifth or sixth in a Grade One over here. Yeah, and I I think well, enable all craftsmen could probably do well, but look. I say we've got to send them, haven't we? Yeah. The, the race is over there. The much more valuable. Two point five million English money, five million Australian dollars. That's a lot of money for people over here. Yeah, I say we, 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 in in racing we don't get almost any opportunity to have a bit of back and forth or a little bit of you know pin pin your colours to a mast mm. and cheer on. Your country's arse, and I, I, I enjoyed that whole element of it, definitely. Mm-hmm. Takes the lead from Ben Battle, then Ross Rapovich and Dargento into the straight of the 200 metres. It's Wicks in front by a Ben Battle's getting with her. Wicks three corners, Ben Battle. Wicks is staving off Ben Battle. Cometh the hour, cometh the legend. Greatness, Wicks has done it. It's also it's- the first Cheltenham meeting of the season, which means a jumps are ah, well back underway. The showcase meeting with some good winners. Pearl of the West yeah. surprised Radishan and Gumball. Yeah. James, what did you make of her performance? I, I was surprised. I didn't. I didn't even look at uh, her in the race. Uh, but she outclassed them all on the day. I thought she was just the best horse in the race. Made all, kicked on. Good ride. Yeah, and I know we already spoke about Radishan as. A horse we were both quite keen I to think, see how he went this season. I think a bit better ground might see the best in him. I think there's a big handicap in him that he could get. Do you reckon it, it, that was on good though? If I mean, if if he's not going to get it much quicker than he had it mm, there. I'm, I'm, I think there's a big handicap at Kempton. Lanzarote. 
Lanzarote, for for me, is all speed. Mm. I don't I don't see him as a Lanzarote. Officer. I was disappointed. I know he was look. He was conceding almost a stone to her. Yeah. But if 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 he's a horse who we were talking about as a potential Champion. each way player in the Champion yeah. Hurdle, we'd wanted to see more really. Friday was interesting for me. Uh, a nice treble that I that I had was Dear Carly, Little Rockefeller, and Thomas Darby. Uh, Dear Carly, well, that just sums up the jumps season. That's why it's ten times better. Controversy in that race. Uh, Dear Sire fell, and then one for Billy ran out on the running when he was he was looking like he was going to beat Dear Carly. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I, I backed Dear Carly as well in that race. It was spawny, wasn't it? Yeah, but. It was spawny, but I see he's three out of three over fences, over fences yeah. and look, they'll be all right races to run with him. He's not going to be a top notch no. at his age. He'll be ten come next Cheltenham, but somewhat like the Grand Annual, yeah. you can see him pitching up in and running well. S- similar for little Rockefeller, I feel I absolutely love him. He just grounds it out every but week. It he doesn't. He's not a natural chaser. No, he doesn't. He doesn't jump as natural as I thought he probably would. And. Again, when when Santini comes out next destination, Black Op, I don't think Little Rockefeller will be taking too high order in just, terms of. If the you look at how weak the Steyr's hurdle is this season, though, you could just pitch him in in the Steyr's hurdle, and he'd probably be placed. He'd be up there because it's such a weak division. He <sighs> was spanked in it last year, though, wasn't he? Came home second he's last. Very on and off, because he was second the year before, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. So, he's on and off. I, I don't know. I, I, I'd i stay on the right side of Little Rock. And while, while we're still talking about the Friday, I think it's worth mentioning a horse of considerable potential of Ollie Murphy's that won the maiden hurdle on the card, Thomas Darby. He was as green as grass, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He had no idea what he was doing, did he? But he's two out of two. He's won a bumper, and now he's won what, what looked like quite a strong maiden hurdle. Mm-hmm. He runs in the colours of the Waitleys. You know, that's been carried by Captain Chris, wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. Ollie Murphy trains him. And he could be, he's a nice little prospect. Did you know that uh, the Waitley Colours, the racing advisor, is Ollie Murphy's dad? Is it? No, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that. But yeah. Well, Alexia Denutes. Yeah, Denutes, I think pronounce it. And that ran in the Triumph Hurdle trial at Cheltenham behind Apple Shakira. Yeah. But then fell when looking like. Causing somewhat of a f- threat at Utoxy to the time before, and I th- I think the form of that race is quite strong. That Sebastop- Sebastopol, yeah, won a, won a nice race at Air, and yeah, I I think he could be highly progressive. He could be one to look out for this season. Yeah, moving back onto the Saturday, I mean the the first big staying handicap chase. I absolutely, I mean the the Grand National is my race. I'm ups- absolutely obsessed with it. And this is the first race of the season I will pay strong attention to. Because the relentless dream of the winner was entered last year. Didn't make it in. But it was a good performance. He stays very, very, very well. Yeah. Yeah, consistent, I think. Consistent. Maybe, maybe not quite a a Grand National horse. Quite just yet. But if he finished fourth in the Bet365 Gold Cup, I, could, I see him as a Scottish National type, really. Yeah. Stays well. Cogri was second Cogri again. He, he always runs well in yeah. that sort, those sort yeah. of races. Well... Not always, he's a bit inconsistent, isn't he? But a horse that let me down in that race was Black Bracador. I, I thought he would run a big race. But, yeah, but so do I. I, I, I don't. He just, I, it just didn't look like he stayed. Yeah, I, I was exactly my, what I was going to say. And, and he's won over 
long distances before. Well, he's so. been. He was placed in the Hennessy last season. Well, yeah. sorry, the Ladbrokes trophy. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he just maybe needed that run to freshen him up and maybe try again next. I time. I think he's always looked like a weak stay though. Yeah. Over three miles, yeah. even though he can perform there. Maybe it, two mile four. He struggles. Miles, right? He struggles to get it mm. as well as others. And Modus was the winner of the handicap over two miles. What a, a ding dong finish that was! That was neck and neck, perfect, good race, really good race to watch. Yeah, I like to see him in the paddy power. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he'll be one of a few this season. He won. I mean, he went into that off one four six. He's he's probably a solid what horse in the, around one fifty. Yeah. And a race like the Paddy Power should suit him up in trip. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be a problem. Duke of Navan and Fox Hill are too Do you not think his jumping's a bit of an issue? He doesn't jump that naturally or fluently for me. So. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I can see where you're Maybe coming the from. Maybe big field hustle and bustle. Oh, I, I, I say, I, I don't... I'm not saying Modus will be the... It's called the yeah. Bet Victor now, isn't it? I've yeah. called it the Paddy Power again. <laughs> the bet, the, but the, the Bet Victor Gold Cup in a month's time at Cheltenham. But, yeah, it's a sort of race that he should pitch up in and and be an interesting contender. Mm-hmm. And the first pretense qualifier at Cheltenham this season, oh, Sykes is a class little animal, isn't he? No, he's, he's done... I think he changed hands from... Uh, was it... Uh, Philip Hobbs? Yeah, he's and, in Nicky Martin now. Yeah, and Nicky, Nicky Martin's a trainer who we need to keep our eye on because he's got some fairly decent types now. Yeah, the, the mighty Don just did Sykes on the line there, but I say Sykes is as tough as he come, a proper little little animal that I I like. And just moving on to the Sunday, Cloudy Dream was beaten by Frodon and Javert. Now, in the old round, I lead with Cloudy Dream because I backed him, even though I was already going to back Frodon. He told me all week, Frodon's going to win, Frodon's going to do this. Jim talked me out of it. And I talked him out of it, and he talked me into backing Froden, and I backed Froden. <laughs> yeah, absolute nightmare. So uh, the wind operations seem to have done a great thing for Paul Nichols' horses. I, I yeah, have you seen that stat? It's something like... Uh, Paul Nichols' horses since a wind op, so uh, 33 have ran and 9 have won. So that's fairly impressive, with uh, four of them placing. Yeah, it's a good strike rate. It is a good strike rate. And it's interesting when there was all that debate about whether or not to declare them. I, I think to declare them, then everyone knows. There's a fair equal shout on everything, isn't there? Everyone knows what's going on and then you can't say it's corrupt or... Yeah, you've got... A, and then you've got obvious stats there that prove it's, it's, it is worth knowing mm-hmm. because they obviously have such a good effect on Paul Nichols' horses. Frodon was a little star for Brian Frost last season, wasn't he? Probably found out was not quite being at the top level, but again, races like the Bet Victor Gold Cup. It's just visually nice to watch a horse just jump out in front, jump all the way, meet every fence to perfection and cruise and just win. It's just nice to see horses win from the front. I don't know why, it just makes it visually better. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see Frodon in a race like that. Again, I know he won a very similar event on New Year's Day, didn't he? But he's he's a nice horse for those sort of handicaps. And the other one Jim wants to talk about is Paisley Park, who was quite a good novice last year. I'm a big fan of Paisley Park. Uh, 
was second at Warwick in the in a grade two, I think, behind Mr. Whipped. And at the time, I thought Mr. Whipped was the second coming, but that didn't quite work out. Uh, looked up, a handicap mark of, I think it was 140, it was quite lofty, but I thought still had a lot of progression to come. She'd only had, he'd only had five right, uh, five runs. So this, so it's early days, but I think one for the tracker. I think what used to be the fixed brush hurdle at Haydock on the Betfair Chase meeting is the next target. But we'll see what the handicapper does to Paisley Park and see where we go from here. On the far side, Bristol today sticks his nose down at Ray Day in West Yorkshire. And Bristol today wins the bet 365 Charlie Hall for Daryl Jacob and a record-breaking fifth success in the race for Nigel Twist and Davis. Well, now shall we move on to this weekend's racing. And it is, if not my favourite weekend of the year outside of the Grand National. Because it's when it all starts, really. Properly underweight, we've got some stars out at Weatherbet and at Down Royal. We'll start with the Charlie Hall, shall we? Yeah. And Fissel crack his favourite, Jim. I love. I like Thistle Crack, but at two to one, would not be having my money any day of the week. No, me neither. It's been off. It's been off for since last last year's King George. Yeah. So that's a that's a fairly long time ago. Uh, when he, he if he comes back to his normal form, he wins, doesn't he? But is it is he still got it? Yeah. In the injuries. I mean, he wasn't. I know he only ran twice last season, but he was underwhelming both times. And you, you really have to. I know the vibes have been positive from the Tizard team, but saying he looks fit, ready, big and strong. But That's yeah, I just, I, I don't understand how I can, how you can be mega confident on a horse whose last good performance was almost a year and a half ago, and he's had two big injuries in that spell. Mm-hmm. Look, I'd, I'd love to see him come back to his best. I'd, I'd love to see him win. I, 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 if if he wins, I'd l- I wouldn't be bothered if I'd back something else. But yeah, but two to one already. He's a very short price. Yeah, it really is. I couldn't have that any day of the week. Any day of the week. Clan Desabow, progressive last season for Paul Nichols. Third in the Betfway Bowl. He's second favourite, and can you see him there being more to come from him this season? Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Clanders Obel's an, an, an annoying high, uh, an annoying horse for me this season, uh, last season, because he was just always the nearly horse. I backed him in the Caspian Caviar when he was second, uh, anti-post, and I thought, I mean, but just was a bit short uh, in that, but. Yeah, I, I I can't see him winning this race for me, uh, and and I know he's exposed, but double shuffle is I, I won't. He's overpriced at nine to two, I think, because what he did last season was very good form overall. He was beat in the bet uh, in the Betway Bowl behind Bristol the Mine Clanders Obo, but he'd had a long season. He'd been on the go since. February. Did he run in the National? He ran in the National. But I, I think his run in the King George was his best run last season. And I think this season, it could be even more to come from this eight-year-old. I'm 
I'm completely against him. Are you? I am for this. Kempton, he's a different horse at Kempton. He's finished second at King George. He, he won. He won on Boxing Day in 2016. And then at Kempton, and then he came second in what race is it called now? The Bet Bright? Yeah, the Bet Bright. He's, he's, he's finished second in that. All at Kempton, his best form is there. All of it's there. And you, as you said, he's beat, he was beat by Bristol Demai mm-hmm. in the Betway Bowl. I mean, old Bristol Demai didn't win the race, but he came home ahead of double shuffle. A fair, fair distance behind, but I'd, I'd be more inclined to stick with Bristol to mind me. He's consistent at Weatherby and Ian. He won't, he won't, I mean, he won't race last year, and it, even though the ground might not be heavy, 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 second behind might bite in the Betway Bowl. He's got the best form in the race. Yeah, he does. What do the conditions suit him? Well, I take him on good to soft to beat these. It's currently good ground at Weatherby. Yeah, I know. I know, and I'd I, I'd be open for rain, obviously. Because his main target is the Betfair. Is the Betfair, and it's always going to come up soft there. So, do you not have a prep run and go straight to the Betfair, or do you have a prep run, run a bit flat, not very well, possibly get an injury, and then go to the Betfair? I'd run him in this because I think he'll win it. Yeah, I think he'll win it. I I I I think Clandes a bowl. Oh, he's progressive and there could still be more improvement to come from him, certainly. But Bristol Demai is a bona fide grade one mm-hmm. chaser. Yeah, correct. When it's soft. Yeah. Clanders are always in. Fistle crack was. Yeah. Is he still? Uh, this is a race where I think I might just sit and watch and admire what's on show. Because du- double shuffle, I, I can't be having... Definitely Red's dropping back down. I know his target this season is the Grand National because Ellison, you know, has called time on trying to win a grade one with him because yeah. he's, well, he's proved last season. He's not quite Just not top quite, class. Yeah. He's still rated 164 though. And he has he won the Cotswold last season. This is his level, really. Yeah. If if there are races to be won, we definitely Red this season. This should be one of them. Yeah, I can agree with you there. Would you be keen on him? Probably not, no. I, I I don't know why. I'm just not a fan of this horse. He's he's never done anything wrong to me, and nothing towards the owners. But he's just an, a fr- frustrating horse. Maybe it's because he doesn't have an E indefinitely. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that, yeah. I, I agree with that. That <laughs> does wind me up. <laughs> Name spelt wrong. Uh, and Black Horton also was a Grade One winner last season for Brian. Frost. He was a lovely horse last season. One of one of the highlights of the jump season last year. But. But towards the struggle end, just, against some of these. Yeah, I, I think I think he'll struggle. This his year, this his, his future surely lies in the good handicaps races like the Ladbrokes Trophy. <laughs> races like that. We're not allowed to say the H word. Yeah, we'll move on to now the, the West Yorkshire hurdle. Holstone's a favourite. I thought he was going chasing. Maybe he still is. As far as I knew, Holson were meant to be going chasing this season. Yeah. His favourite, though, Daryl Jacobs booked a ride, mm-hmm. obviously, for, for Isaac and Simon. Again, it, for a grade two. This is a fairly weak sweet. grade two. Yeah it, do, yeah, it is, I think. Elegant escapes in this. Now, the Tizards often use the hurdle races as preps for the jumps, for the fences. And 
I know you're a big fan of Elegant Escape. Yeah, I am. I think he's absolutely... Um, he'll be an absolute monster. He over had really good form last season. He was third in the RSA behind presenting Percy. He was being 14 lengths. He but, was he was second behind Black Corton, who we've talked about earlier. Yeah. But I, I I I'm with you there. I think he could be something special. But I don't think this race would be for him. I just look. I, I'm finding it hard to get excited about this old guard who was beaten soundly by Vedana Blue at Kempton last mm-hmm. time. Interesting, he definitely reds in this race. Yeah, as well. And Danny Cook is booked as well. Mm. So they might be going for the hurdle rather than the chase. Yeah. Look, he's good enough, isn't he? He's good enough. Dortmund Park, for me, might be the one for Gordon Elliott. If it, if quite a runs, nice little novice last season. He won by 10 lengths in that grade one at Punchestown, didn't he? Beating Whiskey Sour. Yeah. So, yeah. And in a race where a lot of them, look, I don't know, Holston's as tough as old boots, isn't he? But by God, is he exposed? Yeah, he is. We know exactly how good he is. Same with Old Guard and with Klein. Dortmund Park might be might be better than him. Yeah, I could see that. He could be the progressive one from this season. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, well, I'll, sw- I'll be absolutely buzzing when when the, when this race comes off on Saturday. Five days in advance, so. I think you're struggling for interesting angles to get to, yeah. rather than maybe definitely have to have a red. Proper study on probably Friday night. Yeah, maybe definitely red runs over hurdles or Dortmund Park comes over, but it's not. It's n- n- not a race I imagine will have any effect on the three mile championship races at the end of the season. Correct. Going to Friday and we'll cross over into Northern Ireland. Down Royal Sam Crow's meant to be there. I, I said from the start, didn't I? I know, you've proved me you, wrong. You've backed Bouvardere. Yeah, and, I know. And I should have backed Tuck 4 to 1 Sam Crow. But it's happened, hasn't it? Uh, he, sh- he should win, shouldn't he? Yeah. If he doesn't win, I'd be quite disappointed. Yeah, Charger's a nice horse. Yeah, I can I can see that. But I can't see any trouble in him. No. I can't see anything troubling. Bedrock, possibly, each way. Could be an each way steal. Yeah, I, I mean the o- the only horse in it I could see posing a problem is is Charger. Interesting that Dortmund Park's in that race as well. Uh, I don't think they won't run another one against Sam Crow, will they? No, he's a stayer for me as well. He's mm. Dortmund Park, a proper stayer. But yeah, Sam Crow wins. Yeah. Yeah, defo. By how far? Was it five lengths? Five lengths. What What are you saying? Because next week I can go. I, I got this right. Uh. Two from Charger. Two lengths from Charger. Ooh. Over at Ascot, this is one of my favourite races of the year as well. The uh, Sodexo Gold Cup. I, I absolutely big field handicaps over three miles. Are what I love racing for, and it's a cracking little lineup. This on paper, Coney Greaves in. Manella Rocco's Coney in traffic fluid. Greaves going to go to the J&Y, I'm Is pretty it? sure. Yeah, well, well, we'll talk about that race next, because Thomas Patrick's in this as well as an horse. I think everyone on earth... E- everyone is in their tracker for this season. Yeah, <laughs> everyone on earth's coming up. Well, Thomas Patrick might be a good one to follow this season. Yeah, well done. <laughs> and what about the remarkable story of too many diamonds? Uh, Clara... Ellum's horse, well, it used to be Claire Ellum's horse, and now is Dan Skelton's. Won four in a row last season. 
and has gone from strength to strength since joining Dan Skelton. Uh, and I, he's, he's not good enough to win this, surely. But has progressed so much in the handicap, gone up £35 nearly. So Yeah, it's, it's a nice angle. One horse, well, I'll just like to talk about in general because I, Jim's sighing already. Oh. You know what's coming, don't you? No, it's, is it Manila Rocco? Yeah, it is the best horse in the country. No, it's not. When he gets his act together. When, but that's never, is it? Once. <laughs> Once he got it together. Yeah, but, well, twice. He finished second in a Gold Cup. Yeah, fair dues. You were on at big prices for a Gold yeah, Cup Yeah, I was. Well. This is a horse who's beaten Native River in a novice chase at the Cheltenham Festival and then finished second in a Gold Cup. He's as good as anything. Naturally ability. I remember when AP McCoy retired and they asked him which horse will you miss the most. He said Manella Rocco, who was just about to start his novice chasing career. Seriously, seriously good animal. He's just got... It's just so hard to get right. If you give me a tenner, I would never back Manella Rocco. If you give me a tenner to go and put a, a, on Manella Rocco, I'd go and back somewhere else. He's only eight. I, I still... There's nothing that could attract me to back Manella Rocco. I, am, I'm, I might be the only man on the planet who still has faith in him. He's a seriously, seriously good horse. Really, really good. And I, I, I quite like the fact that he's a bit nutty. He's a, he, he, you know, his, his attitudes <laughs> stinks. Yeah, you know, it just looks like he can't be bothered. Yeah, exactly. He's, mm. he's a, he's become. He was. He's, I mean, last season was a complete write-off for him, didn't he? He didn't run well once. No. But I don't know. Back, drop back down into handicaps. Look, I, I see him as a long-term Grand National project this season. Obviously, he didn't run this year because of the ground. He, he was meant to go off top weight in that. Seriously, seriously good horse. That's all I can say about him, really. Even even if everyone else thinks he's completely lost the plot and I've lost the plot for still liking him. So is he your pick for this race? God, no. Definitely not. I won't touch him with a barge ball for it. So, who is your pick for this race? Uh, it'd probably be another, well, Thomas Patrick, if he lines up as a cracking shout. Gold Conker's always useful in these sort of races. I know he tops the market at the minute. Regal Encore, who won course and distance, was it the Silver Cup? Mm-hmm. No, sorry, the uh, Swinley Chase, Silver Cup's won in December. He won yeah. the Swinley Chase, which is in February, course and distance. Uh, he's another one who's very in and out, but. On his day, he's well within his capabilities but winning a race like this. But all are in and out, aren't they? And, that, and that's why handicaps are so exciting. Uh, from Virgilio, for me. He's uh, progressive, hasn't he, these it, past it, two runs? Last, his two runs, he's won last two. Last time out was a listed race, beating Henlon Harry. Harry? Henlon Harry, yeah, uh, Peter Bowens. Yeah. Henlon Harry, the Welsh horse. <laughs> all right, then. And, uh, yeah, I, I think he's progressing... With each run, and if he lines up, I think he could have a serious chance. Now, there is some... Every weekend, we'll say there's some top-class racing on, but this is the first weekend of the season. There is some actual top-class racing on. A grade one at Down Royal, the JNY Championship. This could be the last time it's ever run. Yeah. Down Royal. Yeah. But we never know, do we? No, I hope not. So, looking at the entries to this, 13 of them in the minute. Six of them, uh, Jiggins Town. I, I was literally just going to say, <laughs> which of Jiggins Towns is going to win? Uh, 
Shattered Love. Really? Yeah. By Don Pauly. There's the one-two for your forecast. Forecast has already come home. I know. I've I, in Gordon Elliott's stable tour on at the races. He said Don Pauly will be targeting at the national this season, which should be a cracking sight to see. Because I mean, he's looked like a Grand National horse since he was a novice hurdler. Mm-hmm. Five years, and he'll finally line up. And people forget he's missed. He's been off for two seasons. What? Yeah, two yeah. seasons. Didn't run at all last mm. year. He was a bloody good horse yeah. when he was. When he were at his peak, and I know people, he got called a lot of names, didn't he? Yeah. Everyone, you know, Don slowly, and you know, saying his national, names. And an- but the national could sue yeah. him. Saying his names an anagram of I plod on. <laughs> <laughs> but shattered love, uh, her win in the JLT, beating Terrafor seven lands. I think that was strong form. Uh, drew well clear, and I, I think this season shattered love could be a horse to keep on the right side of. The fifth in the champion novice chase at Punchestown Grade 1. She was beat that day, uh, she was fifth, behind the storyteller, but that was the race where Al Boone photo had a meltdown, Finney and Oscar got dragged out, and maybe the result didn't necessarily... I, I, I think if Don Paul is as good as he was, this is very, very capable for him. But I, I think Shattered Love's the progressive type. I think could progress again this season. The one I like most in this race is Balco de Flo, who was mega underrated for most of last season. No way on earth he should have gone into Cheltenham 8-1. to one. Because he'd finished second in the grade one at Christmas. He was a go-away plate winner. Mm-hmm. And this is the sort of race that you look at where there's no obvious top-notcher in it. No, you know, none of There's no Mike Bite, there's no Native River... There's no presenting per se. This is this is a sort of race Balco de Flo should be winning. Yeah. yeah if could, if he's a proper, proper grade I one horse. I see that. He's only ever had one run at three miles and he was second. Yeah. Um, and last season, he, he did go under the radar, although he won at Cheltenham. I, I, I could see that. I could see Jigginstone having the first four on. If, if they ran, at this stage of declarations, if, if they ran all of them, then... They could they could have the first five all. <laughs> yeah, sub lieutenants already won. A, you know, a graded race this season, the De- Irish Daily Star Chase. He's another one who's quietly gone under the radar in Ireland. C- could be up to this, do you reckon? Nah, nah, not for me. Not for me. The storyteller. It was a grade one winning novice last season and a Cheltenham Festival well, winner I'd, I'd in spawny circumstances. I'd have to put the storyteller in because the form links with Shattered Love. Um, I, I could see maybe it might just need this run. Yeah. Another of Jiggins Towns might be worth a mention is Alpha Deso Bow, who was placed behind a Mike Bite at the Cheltenham Festival, was he, two years ago in the RSA? Yeah, he was. Split Bell, split Bells Hill and Mike Bite, didn't he, in second? They did. did. What do you reckon to him? I know he came down in the Grand National. It's f- well, ran all right in the Munster National last season. I mean, it's not last season, last month. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think you need to step up a fair whack because that fifth in the Munster National, the form of that isn't that strong, in my opinion. And just the final one I'd like to give a mention to in this is the very progressive Woodland Opera of Jesse Harrington's. He's earned a crack at it, 
a nice string of ones are, are appearing next to it. Uh, there was that magnificent picture on Twitter, wasn't there, of him yeah. jumping that fence. And uh, yeah, I could see that. Uh, Peregrine Run was back in third last time out, and Peregrine Run cantered up yesterday. Won, yeah, won easy. A bit jury duty. He was went off for one in America. Yeah. So the form of that race is strong. So yeah, I could, I could see that. I could. It has earned their opportunity to run this. Yeah, race. definitely. I mean, he's not. He's certainly not as big of a name as. Balco de Flow or Don Polio or even Alfredes or Bob who've been, you know, racing at the yeah, top level for a long the, time. Names at the top of the list. Yeah, w- w- Woodland Opera's come up through the ranks. And, yeah, he's a, he's a cracking little animal for Jesse Harrington. This could be one hell of a race if they all line up. But it's if they all line up. It's, it's, it's one where it's interesting because so many of these appear to be at a very similar level. Correct. It's whether Balco de Flow could be as good as he might be. It's whether Don Paul is as good as he was. Coney agrees in this. I mean, he was pulled up on both starts last season and he's at, this he's is sort, at the this game. This is sort of just his last chance saloon, in it? I think if he if he runs a good race, they keep him in training, but if he doesn't, then yeah. just retire him. I, I, I think it's worth his last crack, in it? Yeah. Outlander's in it as well. I'd go Grand National route of him this season, Outlander. Yeah, I'd agree there. Yeah. Consi- I mean, he's good enough to win this, but consistency's always it's been always something been he struggled his, for. Yeah, he's pulled up and just run. It's, it's just pulls up each time. I mean, sub lieutenant braid him last time out, didn't they? Yeah. Jim, who wins a J and Wine for you? Oh, you put me on the spot here. I'll stick with Shattered Love. I'll, I'll stay Shattered Love. I'm I'm going sub lieutenant. I liked what Ooh. he did last time. Ooh. Another grade one winner for Jigginstown. This time, one of Henry de Bromheads. Steve the goal. Highland Reel by four. Fletcher cutting into the gap, but he's running out of time. Highland Reel by three. Highland Reel is a Breeders' Cup champion. We'll move on finally. Across the pond, we'll do more globe trotting. Jim, Breeders' Cup. Breeders I know Cup. you're buzzing for it. Uh, uh, one of my favourite times of the season going, this is what made me love racing growing up, recording the Breeders' Cup on a Saturday night waking up Sunday morning, watching all the videos with my granddad, loved it so much and on fr- it starts on Friday and the juvenile turf is uh, really interesting because there's two horses that I'm a big fan of Soldiers Call, who ran a cracker when third in the Abbey yeah, uh, I think if they were to ride that race again, they'd ride it a hell of a lot different. And Sergei Prokofiev, one of O'Brien's, one of O'Brien's. Uh, I've been following him all season. He was third behind Calix at Ascot, and absolutely scooted home over five furlongs at Newmarket last time. What race are these in, Jim? This is the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. The Juvenile Turf, right? Belting. Are there any other horses? You actually, I know Roaring Lions going over. Roaring uh, now, Roaring Lion has been drawn in stall one, which is a massive negative. But a horse that I have backed off a cliff and I'm praying that scoops home is Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn is full of so much potential. Uh, front running, last time ran an absolute cracker. And I think 9-1 to one, uh, Mendelssohn is outstanding value. He won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf last year. Uh, won the UAE derby at the start of the year and has ran so well in defeat. The only line through his form was the Kentucky derby. But 
it's good. It, it, for me, it wins by three legs. Is this in the classic? This is the classic. I mean, the top the top four in the betting for that are all Americans. I, Surely, on on a dog track like what they're running, he he has beat the best, in my opinion, of the American runners. He he's diversified that he ran against last time out was the standard setter. They went off too hard, and he he beat diver, uh, diversify by three three lengths nearly. So I, I I think nine to one. There's not I could see him winning. I think he's going to win. He's my big nap of the weekend. Right, that's Mendelssohn. Uh, the Breeders' Cup turf is the race where we watch. the Europeans normally have the swing of things in Abel's favourite for it, four to seven on. She's going to win, isn't she? Yeah, she should do. Wild Geist and Magical the, uh, there's that, going over. There's that of uh, people who, uh, horses who win the Ark and then never go on to win the Breeders' Cup Classic. And there's a, But I think she wins the retirer. That's with we've seen an able, haven't we? Or do does she go for the triple at the Trion? I've got no idea. I've got no idea what Johnny G or Carly will want to do. Before we go, we've just got time to fit in our eye catchers of the week. James, we'll start with you. Uh, mine comes on Saturday from Cheltenham in the bumper, and is a horse called Breaking Waves, trained by Noel Williams. On debut, ran a really won on debut, but ran a really odd race. Was held up. Uh, was hampered coming round the final bend, and then from I, I stopped watching. I, I backed to uh, backed him at the time, and come from nowhere and scooted home and was won comfortably by two and a quarter lengths. But on Saturday, was up there in the vanguard, and just didn't just didn't quite have the enough pace to keep up with the final couple. But I I think step up in distance, uh, two mile. Try two mile two, two mile four, and I think nice progressive type. Yeah, it was a strange little bumper that one. It mm. the, the ones at the front folded really quickly, and the horses in behind. The winner was strong glance of a Fergal O'Brien's and Master Debonair finished second, which is one of Colin Tizard's who'd won on his debut. Mm. But the thing with these bumpers is, <laughs> they're, they're still babies, aren't they? They've got plenty of time to progress. I, I, I think breaking waves is solid. Yeah, the one the one I'd like to give a mention to was up at Carlisle on Thursday in a stay in chase. His name's Sharp Response, trained by Sue Smith. Won over three two in what was a class three. He won that off one two four. Now, and he won it easily, really, by nine lengths. What I'd say, if Sue Smith's stayer wins off one two four by nine lengths, you look and you think. There are races to be won mm-hmm. for this horse. He's only seven, mm-hmm. and races like the rehearsal chase, mm-hmm. m- maybe even the Roland Merrick, mm-hmm. stuff like that. He's won. He won at the back end of last season up at Catrick as well, and it was a really nice reappearance from Sharp Response. You say Sue Smith is very good at training, staying chasers. She is yeah. very, very, very good at it, and she looks to have a decent enough one on her hands here. I'd and what's what's good about Sue Smith's horse is, is that the purchase for not extortionate amount of money, twenty seven grand this horse has cost, and it has won fifteen thousand prize money. And there's obviously races to come, so over time it's going to pay for itself as well, isn't it? Yeah, I say it, it won that off one two four. It'll probably go up 
maybe seven or eight. That, that puts him on to... A mark in the low 130s he looked very, very capable of. Mm-hmm. And I say there are races up in the north of England over long distances. Good races. Good races on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. That I can see sharp response taking quite high order in. Yeah, yeah, I agree there. Right, is that it for this week, Jim? I think so. I think we've covered near enough everything, so... Right, well, thanks a lot for listening. We'll be back next week. Thanks a lot. See you again soon.